cliffcentral.com. Hi, Anthony. Great, and you? Good, good to be here. Very good. So we've... How, how many episodes are we down? We, we did the craze, which I loved. And by the way, um, Blind History, of course, is a, a, a series of podcasts that we put out and, and they've got video now and, and people are loving it. And I, I bumped into someone the other day who I didn't know them from a hole in the ground. They said to me, I love not I've seen you on TV or radio for like <laughs> 20 years or any of that stuff. I love Blind History. This, this, this girl just out of the blues, she says this to me. And... That makes me so happy because this is the stuff I love. I know you love it yeah, too. Yeah, it's been it's been such a fun journey. It I, has. Mean, I don't even know how many we've done. It's been it, well, each been a lot of fun. season has been like what thirteen episodes, I think. Yeah, well, this right. week was episode seven, so we've still yeah. got a few to go. Yeah, we've got some interesting characters coming up. Definitely, I want you to hear this quickly. This just came up. So we did the craze this week, which I I knew nothing about the craze until you told me about them, and then I did some research and we did the episode. And since then, I mean, I've been watching movies. They've made movies about these yeah. guys. It's phenomenal. So here's a, a little email that came through now. This is from Sarah. She says, a few years ago, my dad casually remarked that he'd gone to one of the Cray Twins house parties back in the day. Well, that must, must have been incredible. Most badass thing my father has what? ever said. Your recent Blind History installment on the Cray Twins was excellent. I'm loving the new series. Isn't that awesome? That is incredible. Yeah. That's really great. Yeah, give us some detail. Very like, cool. well, dig around. Ask your dad what happened. But you know, the big thing is, is that it's that um, most of these these who we go into, they don't give a shit, and and people are so politi- politically correct now, mm-hmm. and that's why I enjoy listening to the show, this show, because. You guys don't give a shit. No, well, truth be told. No, we, we, we've sort of earned the right to do that because we started this. But anyway, but ultimately that's and, – and if you look at these guys, I mean the craze. Lunatics. I mean, absolutely. So, so it's cray right, cray. Let, let me give yeah. you – let's back up and just introduce everything here properly for you because you probably don't know what the hell's going on. So Anthony Medero and I got together and we had a meeting, what, a year and a half ago, two years ago? Yeah, at our factory, yeah. Yeah, I flew down to Cape Town and I went to see them. Uh, you had wanted to get involved with us from the beginning, and everybody had said to you, no, 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 you can't, and eventually you just said, screw that. You're the, you're the MD of Taylor Blinds and Shutters. By the way, we've got very nice new blinds up in the studio. Mm. Which Good, and they're working mm-hmm. well, I see. Beautifully, mm-hmm. very, very well. Um, and they look great, and, and they work, and they're electronic, so I don't even have, I just press a button, and the thing goes up and down. But we didn't want to do a series on blinds, Right. So we sat around the table and we were talking and Anthony said to me, he just loves history. He loves when I talked about stuff on the show to do with history. And I said to him, oh, really, you're into that as well? And we started talking before we even had launched into a meeting properly and everyone else around the table is talking business and we have to do this and budgets and what are we going to mm. do? And, and Anthony and I are just talking history the whole time. And it suddenly dawned on me that like, wouldn't it be fun? Some of my favorite podcasts are the ones where two people who just love a subject get together and they start talking about it. And you find out interesting little anecdotes, you laugh, you get pulled into a story. I suddenly thought, well, here's a guy who loves history as much as I do. He knows as much as I do. And the two of us could sit and talk about interesting people from history for hours. Let's try and do this. Mm -hmm. Why why not Mm. put this together? So he said, yeah, let's do it. Now... How the hell did you get to a point where you felt you could actually put money behind this? Because 
to produce a series like this meant you flying up here. It means us both doing research. And you're a busy man. You have things to do. You're attending board meetings and you're busy worrying about marketing and manufacturing and production and clients and all kinds of things. How did you justify this in your own head before you even came here to record the first episode? So I think if you, there's just so much clutter on with, with trying to get your product to market. And and also, um, um, if we if we have to look how public relations and and what you get out of it, but nothing really. It's not innovative. It's it doesn't give us the edge. So so I always try and find an edge, and it's a risk. I mean, innovation is a big risk. Something might not work, and and so so that's definitely something different. And wow, has it worked! It, so, it so, so I'm not scared. I'm I mean, not scared of taking risks because I mean that's the only way we're going to go forward. All right, but explain to me because <coughs> a lot of people that I try to explain podcasting to they don't they don't always get it. And frankly, I also thought this is a risk from our point of view because we want to deliver some value. Um, and we're not. By the way, we're not having this as a big marketing spiel now. This is something we haven't even spoken about you and I. Mm. But how has it actually worked in terms of business? Because you could get two people together and they could record a podcast and it might have no commercial value at all. So there's, so, you know, when you find out who's listening to your show, I had no idea. So people in, 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 in our industry, um, some seriously big players in our industry or listen to the show and then they make a connection. Wow. And, you know, I've known them from, from business over the years and it just gives you that extra edge. That's just, that, that's just, um, Behind the scenes, so to speak, but subsequent to that, we um, um, the inquiries we're getting it's Cliff Central related. Really? So you definitely, and you know, the the big thing is what I really believe, and I know myself as a consumer, I don't like things like to be shoved down my throat. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to hear oh, buy this, buy that, do this, yeah. do that. We're intelligent enough to know, you know, look when I'm when I'm ready, I'll call it to action. But so it should be subtle. And 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 if I if, if I'm speaking on 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 a podcast in history, you know, I'm hoping the people can see that you know I'm switched on and I know you know if at least I sort of sounds like I know what I'm doing. So yeah. hopefully I can make a good product. Sure. So you know, and they, and they put that together, and 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 we that we see results from. There's it. like a connection, and I suppose also people, you know, they really appreciate the fact that you're doing interesting stuff because advertising is finished. And if, you, if you're not doing advertising, you're doing content. And the, the way to create content that matters is to just do it as authentically as you can. And when people are ready to buy whatever it is that you're selling, they'll connect you with the stuff that you, that you made for them, the content that you helped create for them. And they'll be much warmer to you and you'll be top of mind and, and they'll, they'll want to do the business with you above everyone else. Correct. And that's, that's why it was worth the risk. Yeah, it creates dimension for you as a, mm. as a person and in your role um, which is normally seen as being <clears throat> unidirectional. It shows mm. that you you're an, an interesting person as well. All right, but that's the that's the marketing spiel because I I did need to explain this. A lot of people ask me, and it's easier if it comes from you because you're the one who's experiencing it. And we've had so much fun. I mean, oh well, that's, listen, that's incredible. I love these <laughs> recordings. Greg says, "Blind history is the shit, guys. Well done." So great. And then yeah. Joe has just said, I'm getting a quote from Taylor Blinds all because of your history. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> yeah. So that's exact <laughs> ROI yeah. proof. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I mean, when we choose, so Where do you get that instant? You, know, you, you don't get that from an ad. Not in a, no ways. 
I mean, you guys have been advertising for years. Okay, so how do we choose? Because people always ask me, how do you choose who you're going to cover? Because it can be very difficult to. You got to show a little bit of interest in areas that aren't always your your most. Like, for example, we did an, an Albert Einstein episode, mm. and neither you nor I was partic- we weren't particularly well versed on Einstein. We had to spend quite a lot of time researching him it ended up he's quite an interesting dude I yeah mean, apart from his scientific brain he led this really interesting life and he was quite political and um and and his relationships with women were terrible oh dear yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were so <laughs> he was actually quite an operator <laughs> so, yeah. smooth operator and and um the other one that we struggled with was confucius because there's so little actual information mm, about so the guy's life. Ago. So there are all these sayings that people put on fridge magnets and everything. But really, not a lot was known about his and actual life. And tough to life. connect with it. It was quite tough to connect with that one. And then there's stuff that's obvious. Like you love Julius Caesar. Yes. He was one of the first episodes we did. Correct. Because you actually believe you're a reincarnated Julius Correct. Caesar. Correct. Yeah, I am, yeah. Oh. No. See? So Julius Caesar and Lucky Told Luciano. Told you was a Yeah. <laughs> the two Italians. The mafia, the mafia boss. <laughs> what an amazing combination! Yeah. It's strange that, that I'm not spirit. Italian the third time around. <laughs> but they both, they both were murdered. So I'm not sure. How did you get interested in history? Did you have a, one good teacher? Because that's what happened to me. I had one amazing teacher in primary school, and that set me off. Although I was probably interested before then. Yeah, I wasn't at, at, at what school. Never, you know, it's. Uh, Lenin was born in at this in this date. He did X, Y, and Z, hmm. and he died in this. You know, often histories in school is it's portrayed horrible. like that. It's horrible. But it's but so I was very interested in 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 actually my love of Roman history came from Asterix and Obelix. It's the strangest <laughs> thing, but that's the truth. I loved Asterix as and, well. And and. But when you start looking at these characters, I mean, Alexander the Great. So Yo. I just found it so incredible. I enjoy reading. Mm-hmm. And if you want to read something wild, you read Alexander the Great. It's the, I don't think there's a novel that can compare to the, the pace of this guy's life. And so I just started reading and then I started wanting more. Mm-hmm. So I wanted, you know, Queen Elizabeth I. Yeah. You know, I didn't really know about her. And then I found out, wow, what an incredible monarch. And, and you just want more and more. And, uh, the, the, what I, the, the sad thing is, is obviously there's a, there's a rise and fall. Mm. You know, you don't always want to see the other side of it, but that's also very much life. But so, uh, so that's where I got it from. I didn't get it from school. And have you noticed how many of these great people from history, how much of it leads to movies, TV series? I mean, at the moment, I'm watching a series about Catherine the Great of Russia. Okay, I think it's only, there are four episodes that are out now and she was a phenomenal person Mm. i mean we haven't covered her yet we might still get to her but there's no shortage of material and these lives are just insane the 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 the, the assassination attempts these people managed to survive the armies they led the battles they won the love stories tangled in there Mm. history is so rich you know, when we when somebody dusted um, Caligula's um, mantelpiece and knocked over one of his ornaments, he was he was killed. <laughs> you know, now we have to go to the CCMA. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, simpler times, simpler solving t- problems, exactly. Anthony. Oh. 
CCMA and paperwork. Someone, someone dusted his mantelpiece yeah. and they knocked yeah. over an ornament. Oops! <laughs> he had them killed. He had them killed. Jesus. So it just shows you, it's just we're living in a different era. And you know, political correctness. <laughs> oh, just wow. Ruined everything. Yeah, exactly. Well, here's something interesting. Um, this is from, again, unsolicited from Candace. She says, I work in the media, advertising, and marketing industry, and I absolutely love this fresh approach to content and getting messages across. Not the impressions and clicks and BRC, RAMs and TAMs and all this crap. He says, she says, it's so refreshing. Yeah. That's incredible. That's just. Thanks. I mean, what can we say? But thanks. I don't even have Windows and I'm getting a quote from Taylor Blind. <laughs> <laughs> that's, from, <laughs> that's from Carl. They, um, they might be from the property next door in the yeah. Reeded house. Oh, yes. Jean says, <laughs> Jean says, I hated history. Listening to an unenthusiastic teacher killed my soul, but I'm able to listen to you two going back and forth, putting together an informative and interesting story. I love doing drawings of the characters while you chat to me to help me learn. Thank you so much. Hmm. I think this is Jean who's been sending us those. Yeah, those drawings. Are, yeah, they're like amazing. study notes. They're, yes. they're phenomenal. They're I mean, incredible. You know, for him to take the time out of his day to draw those those pictures, that, again, is like such a compliment to – First of all, the stories themselves, because they are so gripping. And second of all, to the fact that, that we can connect with him for, what, 15 minutes of his day. Mm. It's amazing. So thank and you. You know, that the, the, and you, you don't really know how it's going to pan out. You know, it, it, and will people take to this type of thing? Mm. I think the good thing about it is 15 minutes, you know, because it, it needs to be short or shortish. Because the attention span, people are very busy. So in in the traffic, you know, you can sit in the traffic and listen to it or whatever it might be. So that's and then you learn something. That's yeah. how that's the new generation. That's how we're living now. Well, I oh, mean, some of them, yeah. some of them, we can't help going over fifteen minutes. Like Napoleon was a long episode, and I just got this message now uh, from someone who listened to that. Um, Riette, she says, loved the Napoleon episode. I missed the reference to his second wife. We didn't even get a chance to talk about mm-hmm. her. Marie Louise, Duchess of Parma, and her role in his life. She was an extremely smart and strategic woman. Did you see she could be an episode on her own? That's correct. Funny enough, in 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 history, if we look at the the, the big the big generals in history and the the emperors, mm. the women are actually ruling behind the scenes. It's yeah. incredible. And oh, I found yeah. it nine. In obviously, I don't want to say what what's up next, but but it's incredible that that. The, the role they played in, in, in the emperors of Rome. Yeah, oh yes, Rome was, there was a big matriarchy going on there. Very, and, very And those women influence. were, those women were some, they were some really strategic and dangerous. If strategic meant they'd poison someone and just, yeah, know, that's how you eliminate them. They seem to either be not featured at all, just not a feature and just the, the typical woman from that era. Um, or they were completely stark raving mad and very powerful. Well, they would exactly. do whatever it took to get their husbands or sons onto a throne or into a position of power. And that meant that all morals, all ethics be damned. They would do anything it took. They would sleep with whoever it took. They'd poison oh. whoever it took. They would murder. They, they would suffocate with pillows. They would do <laughs> terrible, terrible Snake things. Snake bots. <laughs> Really wow. bad. I mean, if you look at women like Cleopatra, I mean, her whole thing was just trying to preserve Egypt by sleeping with whoever was mm. the most important man she could See, find. See, I don't feel bad for like <laughs> locking people on social media now. 
Lizzo didn't Cleopatra on social media. Cleopatra on social media. She'd be she'd be uh, a porn star. Uh, yeah. That's what she'd be. <laughs> That's amazing. Do you often think that the best heaven for people like you and me and anyone else, because there are lots of us who love history, the best heaven for us would be a time machine? Agreed. Where you could get in that thing, and I fantasize this, this st- about this stuff when I go to sleep at night. This is what my dreams consist of. I get into this machine in my mind, and I can travel back and forward in time, and I can actually watch without interrupting or involving myself at all. I can watch what happened, mm. and I can see the people, and I can actually hear the dialogue like I'm in this never-ending movie. But that's why it's so important for us to keep the objects. And it, it's horrible to see when they destroy history, museums, museums. It, buildings. It's horrible when you see that because mm. that is our only real link. Yeah. And you know, if they were going to, if, if they've developed a time machine that people say, well, one day they're going to do it, but then we would have seen people from the future. So I've, clearly they haven't, <laughs> they haven't developed it yet. But, uh, but, but the, the, the <laughs> that is such a trippy thought. Yeah. It's, it's, it's true though. Yeah. But the, 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 the thing, that's why we've got to look after what we have. I agree. I mean, I collect stuff like furiously. I collect old books and coins and, 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 I've got a Neolithic arrowhead and stupid stuff like that because I feel almost like I've got to look after this stuff. I don't know who for. I mean, I'm, I, I don't have a plan, but mm. I'm collecting it like a madman. And when I see things like the Egyptian Museum during that uh, Tahrir Square yeah, that was terrible. protest and people are going into the museum and looting it and the, the, the Taliban who destroyed those Buddhas of Bamiyan. And you see all of this stuff and you think, for God's sake, can you human beings – not just behave yourself enough to understand that this is part of the world's heritage. Mm. It's, um, yeah. it's identity. I mean, they're discovering these pyramids in the Guatemalan jungle now that they didn't know existed. These huge, sprawling Mayan cities that mm. we've, we've been able to identify now by Google Earth, of all things, um, that we didn't even know were there. That have been undiscovered for hundreds sure. of years. That's phenomenal. Well, that's what technology gives us. But but you know the thing is, is a, a lot of people think okay so two thousand years ago sparsely populated, um, uh, you know, the, the, lots of animals around almost. Yeah. Uh, but there was overpopulation in the cities. They were living on top of each other. Totally. And the the fall of the Roman Empire wasn't so much a commodus. It was more destroyed by by plague. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, they were because all the men were killed. And, so they, and they said the lead piping, which lead they used piping. for plumbing, and that eventually it was like a slow lead poisoning. Correct. That that's right. Uh, but part e- of it, yeah. Even Elizabeth the first, I mean, she basically, with her powder she put on the face, it, that's what basically what killed her in the end. <laughs> yeah, she used like this lead. Mm. Yeah, that was the Salt. makeup. She, that's how to... Like to make the herself. paint they use on Chinese toys. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> That's what she used to paint her face with, the poor woman. <laughs> so they struggled. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a bed of roses. <laughs> well, I always say, and I said this the other day, uh, I repeat myself endlessly about how good it is to be alive now. Because honestly, humans had terrible lives. Even if you were the, the king in ancient Greece, you know, you were the, the most important guy there. You're an emperor in ancient Rome. There wasn't uh, electricity. There no. wasn't medical care. They would leech you or they'd bleed you or they'd do some horrible thing to you that would probably make you worse. It didn't make you better. 
Yeah, you live to 30, 35. 35, you're an yeah. old man. Yeah. <laughs> 35? Oh, wow, you got a 35-year-old in your family? <laughs> Mine were all and dead the 30, at 18. 35-year-old women had about 11 children. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> oh, they had, you're, right, you're right, they had a lot of children. Yeah, and those women had to just push out children nonstop. And most of the, the women who had children at advanced age would die in childbirth. Yeah. Mm. Horrible stuff. But your your uh, one of your most popular figures in history, old Victoria. She had Jeez. she was she spent most of her time pregnant. Uh, she was she was being queen morning in between while she was pregnant. <laughs> it was either something going in her vagina or coming out <laughs> yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Very important. The history of Queen Victoria's vagina. All right. If I watch a historical drama, I adore looking up the characters, the Greeks, the Romans, the English kings and queens. I love it. That's from Ruth. Yeah, Ruth. I agree. No, 100%. Ah, that's exactly me too. And then um, Leighton says, I wish the episodes were longer, but I get why they're short form. I've been listening to podcasts and watching YouTube documentaries and historical characters since before Blind History. And even when you guys cover someone I've gone over before, I still usually learn something new in that 15 minutes. It's great. Well done, guys. Looking forward to the next episode and future seasons. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, Jay says, the fact that it only takes one person to get the love of history to flourish says a lot. 500 people could not get me interested in maths. All it took was my <laughs> grandfather's World War II stories of his travels to Sierra Leone and the fact that the reason I'm South African is because he was stationed in Durban. That's interesting. Mm, that wow. is interesting. See, yeah. also, I think there's an element of history that's and personal. For, for me, in the same instance, it was my grandfather who was involved in um, in mining history in South Africa and De Beers and yeah. starting off in Velcom and where Gold mm. Reef City is currently. Um, he and was chief engineer of those mines. And we drive these roads that mm. he probably used to drive on a, on a wagon. Well, he was born in 1915. Sure. Mm. Okay, Died at 102. That's amazing. Sure, that's incredible. But you see, again, like you could do an episode on Cecil John Rhodes or on Barney yeah. Bonato. And he, mm. he would have known these people. Yeah. That's phenomenal. You know that that funny enough, I, I thought they were ox wagons in that time. But remember, we did Pixley. Yeah, Pixley goes like a semi. Yeah, and he had a he had a DIY, and so I thought it was an ox yeah. wagon. He was arrested for driving <laughs> under the influence. Yeah, he was he was driving, but he crashed so one of these new little one of the new cars. One of the new cars in Johannesburg. Very new car. <laughs> Oh dear! All right, yeah. so and those, they didn't even have tests on that yet. They didn't know that you could crash a car if you had been drinking. <laughs> well, <laughs> but the stories that you must have heard from—I mean, nineteen amazing. And he he wrote a memoir. I should actually yeah. bring it to you guys sure. to, to have a look at. So, what do you know about your own history? So, um, from my dad's side, we know quite a bit. I've actually, I've, we've got coat of arms. I've actually found out a bit since I saw yours. Uh huh. So, but, um, so, German. Yes. Um, the history. Where in Germany? Nuremberg. Nuremberg. Yeah. Okay. Nuremberg. <laughs> and, um, my dad's also got some interesting stories. His father was in the war, um, Second World War. Uh, my dad was born in 1937. And, um. Was he a Nazi? <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> all well, the Germans were, yeah, so, whether they wanted to be or not. Well, I mean, it's my 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 dad's brother got a, a Reichmark from oh my God. from Adolf Hitler. Seriously, that's Heilige Gott. Yeah. 
what anyway, is, what is that? Is it a tattoo? It's no, no, it's, it's, it's a little coin. It's oh, a okay. Reichmark. I see what you mean, a mark. What is wrong with you? You don't know a Reichmark. <laughs> and that's just how he asked someone out on a date. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so, so he, um, um, so, but he was killed on horseback. Uh, my dad's, my dad's dad yeah. in the sure. war. And, um, yeah, they grew up in the war. He said it was hectic. It was, I mean, they only ate potatoes. Well, I mean, it, afterwards, there was just terrible starvation, hunger, and, mm. and predation. Mm. The Germans who managed to survive the war, remember, most of the men were wiped out. So mm. it was young boys and women. And the women had been through hell. And the, they would they'd be scrounging around for things to feed their kids. Yeah. My, my, my dad's mom was scary. Just like a tough woman. Oh, Real German. Yeah, thank God she died before I was born. (laughs) (laughs) Did he tell you she was a real? She was. He was so scared of her. (laughs) Real piece of work, that woman. (laughs) She ripped the potatoes out of the ground. (laughs) (laughs) What was her name? Brunhilda. (laughs) And she looked like my dad as well. So she looked like a man. Is what you're saying? (laughs) I'm I'm trying to be delicate. Yeah. I'm that's, that's, that's your grandmother. All right. Yeah, so that's you, true. I, I didn't put that together. That is my grandmother. But you know the old stories of our family. They used to walk to school in the mm, snow. Yes, yeah. You know, it was their lives sounded like a complete misery. Yeah. You know? It was like with my grandfather. It was the Rhodesian stuff and what we call the Wenwees. Yes, the, when we were in Rhodesia, <laughs> the Wenwees. I love it. Everyone's got a personal history, though. And when you link up your own family to what was going on in the world that they lived in, suddenly you understand a whole bunch about why, you know, your dad might have been grumpy or why your your your, your great-grandmother was uh, so uh, spendthrift. And, yeah, and, mm, tight-fisted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You suddenly realize, like, these are the ways that people learn the habits mm. that they learn. God, I love history. You yeah, never get so bored, true. right? All right, so we've got a couple of episodes to do today, and there's still a few on the way in Season 2, and we've got plans for what's going to come next, but we, we're still busy thinking about what exactly to do. If you have suggestions, obviously, you can let us know. And we have actually done a couple of episodes based on suggestions from people who listen to the series, so we would love to hear from you. Just email me, gareth at cliffcentral.com. I'll pass it on to Anthony as well, and maybe we can get some ideas going for what we could do next. Uh, you know, there's some people who want us to do these things live. Maybe that's something we could do. We you Actually, we put an event together and people can come through. Um, and maybe get experts, other people who know the stories really well. Who knows? We could be doing anything about this. And I really appreciate all the support we've had for Blind History. Anthony, you're terrific at it. And he's getting like better than me at Thank it. Thank you. The last episode <laughs> on the craze. You- no, well done, guys. I think it's such a great series, really. It's fantastic. If- if that's how it was given to me at school, I probably would have paid more attention. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I think. I think it was more the school environment you, that you, put you off. That, but that you, said, you said to me that that's one thing you wanted to achieve too, is to make history exciting. Exactly. Which I love. And it, it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Mm. And, you know, it's not embellished. Although some of the guys, there's, there's always a hidden agenda, yeah. but the people writing yeah, the books. It's quite a bit of propaganda. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Cliffcentral.com.